I don't know. 30? This Well, if this one airs next, it'll be 23. 26 is half the year. You're such a weirdo. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> I know I'm correct. I'm a math person. 26 times 2 is 52. Just a really weird reference. That's, I 26 is half the year. <laughs> is she making fun of me? I feel like I'm being made fun yes. of. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Tell us about your elephants. Ask me for help. See what happens. <laughs> I'm not going to save you. You're gonna help me get into this flop. podcast and tell me I'm about your avoid, elephants. I'm going to avoid some of your, your uh, questions and just like let you flop. It's going to be okay. Aww. I'm Josh Sigmund, and I'm a mortgage lender. I'm also a geek for money, not just earning it and saving it, but literally everything about it. I love that money has rules. It has its truths. I love investment strategies, and I love making money work for us. For so many, money is emotional. For me, it's logical, like a puzzle. My passion is also helping others with their money. I love looking at people's finances, dissecting their puzzle, and rebuilding with strategy and purpose. And I'm really good at it. I'm making this podcast about my money strategies, not the things that are written in books or sold in programs. It's a podcast outlining the lessons I've learned and used for the past 15 years. These strategies help me and those who use them save more, give more, create wealth, and retire early. Let me teach you how to build your net worth. You ready? Welcome to Sigmund Sense. All right, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of Sigmund Sense. Uh, we are almost halfway through the year. We are five uh, <laughs> months into COVID, it seems like. It just kind of goes on and on and on. And um, and so it's it's interesting. Uh, we got several questions that came in over the last couple of weeks that we'll probably reference in. But um, really what a lot of these references and these questions come back to is they have a question about a decision that needs to be made, yeah. right? And you know the analysis of paralysis is one big issue that we see all the time, uh, not knowing what to do. And it's getting worse. And it's getting worse because people are avoiding and putting their yep. head in the sand. And, and Or not that, there's just a lot of X factors that you don't know. And mm-hmm. so it makes your, like I'm a very, it's not hard for me to make decisions and I'm feeling hard to make decisions and I make decisions very easily. So okay. I can go with that. Um, you know, I think that at the end of the day, um, there's there's probably two then. I'll, I'll go with that. I think that there's probably paralysis and it's more, it feels like it's happening slower. I think the other end of, the, yes. of it is that uh, people are waiting for the world to change rather than them change, right? Like I'll give you an example. Um, I've got a couple of very close friends, you know, in this environment and in any employment situation, right? Um there, for whatever reason, there are companies that are very clear, clearly doing well, very mm-hmm. clear winners. Yeah. The industries are doing exceptional, uh, IT kind of stuff, uh, cloud space kind of stuff, real estate and lending's doing crazy with low yep. rates. And then you've got on the other side, you've got Carnival cruise ships not doing very well, and uh, tourism and bars How about and restaurants, movie theaters, movie theaters. You know, you That's go, so sad. Actually, the last rainy day, that was the thing. I was so sad. That Chris is like, I it's know. raining. What should we do? I was like, go to the movies. And then I like. My battery shut off. I was like, no. I, it was bad. I know. My mom loves the movies. Yep. And she's like, do you think they're open? I'm like, 
I can't think of like a worse breeding ground for like that's all. And I think they are open. I think they're open at like like twenty five percent capacity really? or something. Yeah, oh. but they've got drive in movie theaters now. No, that is that's fun. pretty cool. That um, is fun. But um, but here's the thing. So you know, people that are working at half income mm-hmm. or uh, had a furlough and don't have an income. Uh, and are, what I'm seeing a lot of, and I'm having these conversations with some of my some some good friends and some good clients, is they're still waiting for the company to call them back. They're still waiting for the situation mm-hmm. to change. They're waiting for the the government to turn back on the lights, right? Yeah. But what didn't happen is they didn't make cha- like hard decisions and changes early. Okay. Because they're sitting around waiting. waiting. And what I what I personally think about is I don't want to worry about what I can't affect, but I can always affect what I can personally change, right? So let me say that a different way. Uh, Christy and I, just like most husbands and wives, we have our moments. We'll call them moments, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a, <clears throat> this probably irritates her a little bit, but I'm a very logical person. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to a confrontation, a, a, a miscommunication, a, a, disagreement. a disagreement, there's a V in the road, mm-hmm. okay? So to me, it's as simple as, are we going to break up or are we going to make up? <laughs> okay. It's that simple. Like if, if this is such a big deal that we're going to break up, let's get on with it. If we're not going to break up, then let's make up and let's get on with it. Right. And I see you as a woman just like shuddering here. Oh my God. Here. But mentally, oh this God. is actually, it's actually a, a really, it, it's helped There are me. so many more steps right? than that. You simplify it, and this is, I'm trying to make a point, keep laughing at me, it's okay, I, I'm not bothered by it, because what we end up doing, and what a lot of couples end up doing is they flounder in this, I just want to be stuck here at this little, I want to be pissed. At this next, I just want to be pissed for two weeks. Yeah. And I want to make you waste suffer. Waste two weeks. It wastes two weeks. <laughs> so if we're not going to break up, let's get on with making up. So what does that look like? Well, I can say, I'm sorry, I can start uh, do the, doing some extra dishes, acts of service, love, whatever you want me to do to start working on making up. Um, but that is an example of what I'm seeing with this whole COVID employment, COVID income, COVID, 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 COVID is they're at this nexus and they're not doing crap that they can affect. Right. Yeah. When you think about something like a SWOT analysis and, and so for this will help some business owners, you know, you've got your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities and threats. And, um, I'll say that it's lower strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And every SWAT six months, analysis. yeah, and every six months, I always go through that uh, myself with students, with team or whatever. And, you you know, strengths is really easy. Just look at what do we do well so we don't stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Weaknesses, and this is a key, weaknesses are things that are internal. These are things that we don't do well, that we can improve at, that yeah. we haven't figured out yet. Then you've got the threats. The threats are things that are typically external. External things right? that are going to, yeah, external things, issues. as a reminder from a previous episode, there are certain things that you can't do anything about it. Right. So let's stop giving energy to it. But there are you certain You got to know that they're there. Yeah, you got to be aware of it so you can position, defend, whatever. Yeah. But you can't do anything about it. You know, government changes, right? right. Uh, um, you know, if, if the government says that you can't, um, let's, get, uh, let's just use the CARES Act, okay? If the government says that you can't take somebody's car back during, during the next 12 months and you own a repossession company. Yeah then that is not good. That's something you can't change, Cannot right? Control, yeah. Um, and, and I know a good, a wonderful human that this is an exact scenario. Right. But he didn't cry about it. Dude went into a different job like in a week. Yeah. And, which is great. You know, it's, it's a great thing to do. super impressive to me. Like Very super impressive. impressive. Yeah. Like, 
There's nothing I can do about this. It sucks. It sucks. Let's move. Right. Got to move forward. And yeah. so, um, so this is something I'm hoping to help some people with because let me give the news break. It's not going to get better anytime soon. Anytime right. Soon. Like take a look around. Um, unfortunately, all we hear in the news, if you choose to watch the news anymore, which I try to avoid at I all costs. I do cost, not. I do not. Right. Try to avoid I have enough it is, shit going on in here. <laughs> I do not need any right, external. Right. It's uh, it's crazy. You know, it's it's what right now, if you're listening, you're probably one of four things. It's either second resurgence of COVID and everyone's, everyone's going to get it at some point, right? Second one is protesting is not a bad thing. In fact, I, I think that's a smart thing. But the 1% that are burning down cities, that's not a great thing. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, China and uh, the United States are kind of in a pissing contest over Hong Kong right now. And then on top of this, Russia may have paid to kill some of our GIs. These are very bad things. It's bad for the environment. Yeah. This is bad for the economy. Um, on top of that, you look at GDP. On top of that, you look at... Um, here's, a, here's, a, here's a news flash. So um, I was watching the news and, and in a week period of time, there were over 850 companies in San Antonio that went bankrupt. Jesus. Right? Like Ooh. crazy filings in the second quarter and they realized yeah. that we're screwed. You know, their financials come in and so they they file for bankruptcy. And so this is going to keep trickling down. You think like, and that's one city. That's not a lot of right. cities. That's one city. It happens to be one of the biggest ones. So this isn't every small town in, in the world. But you magnify that and say, okay, well, just use that little microcosm and just spread that over a quarter. Say it's 800 over a quarter. It's still 800 companies times how many employees? Yeah. Say the average company has 10 employees. It's 8,000 people yeah. that are going to have renegotiations of their employment, renegotiations of their salaries, or will not have a job. Right. So this all boils down to- It does because- We need to make decisions. Make decisions. And a lot of people, that cripples yep. and, and pauses any sort of decision making. And well, who, you just- What whoop. percentage of the population likes change? I mean, like zero. Actually, I disagree. <laughs> I like change. I, I actually change. do enjoy change. I really do. I yeah, really I, do. I was, that was my layup for you. So Bryn is actually really, really <laughs> well knowledge at the disc testing, at, yes. uh, uh, at profiling people. And uh, DISC is, is a common way to kind of assess people. And there's only 10% of the world are like A personality, D, D, D yeah. people. They like change. Yeah, it doesn't bother um, me. You're, you're high D, I'm high D. Um, most of the people are S personalities. 60% are 60, S's. Yeah, that's steady. Which is like, like it is crippling, paralyzing, and yep. so scary to think of this change yep. happening all the time. And so you think that, okay, I am really okay with change. I actually kind of like a mix up every yep. once in a while. Like I like that we had to like kind of change and go home and let's work from here and let's get used to that and change oh, things yeah. up a little bit. I, I, I thrive in that. Yep. And if I'm feeling like, ooh, there's just a little bit of, it, it really boils down for me, it boils down to the kids in school mm -hmm. because kid, like back to school is is like my jam, you know, like everything's organized again. We're getting out of this like fluctuating, sleep late, do kind of what we want. We're getting back into like routine I land. That. That's true for you. It is. Yep. And I love it. And I love getting their school supplies and I love getting their new clothes. And like, it's a fresh start. And yep. I'm like, where is that gonna happen? You know, I mean, so that's where my like. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting though. Um, you know, I actually like change. I love change as an entrepreneur, as in a business owner, mm -hmm. because, you know, um, one of my mean pranks I've done at our team <laughs> over the years. You know exactly what I'm about to say. I don't know if this was a prank. I think this was a really bad decision of ours. <laughs> and then, but then we did it again, and again, and again, right? Um, but but uh, the second and third time was just to mess with people, but. 
Literally, I had employees that are S&C personalities. Like all of them. And <laughs> most of them. And we would move their desks. Like, like you guys switch spots and you move across the, the, the hallway. Like, and, we kept like skipping yeah. it. We're like, guess what? And people's we have lives, an all new seating right. arrangement. And people would literally lose their minds. And I just sit there and watch and it. It was like, like so we have to do this again to get people used to change. Why do you think they're change. so mad? Right. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back to, um, you know, the beginning of COVID. So our company is a face-to-face organization. We love meeting agents. Yeah. We love meeting, meeting clients face-to-face. And, you know, March 15th, go home. Go home. So I remember very distinctly that, you know, our employees for the first two weeks, three weeks, it was like the world had come unglued, like for many people, right? Yeah. Uh, trying to learn the balances, try to learn the, you know, how to have kids at home and all this stuff. But now we were just talking about before this that none of my employees want to come back to work. They figured out a great way to organize themselves or more efficient, more effective working from home. So again, I think that things like this that create agents of change is a really good thing. So not easy to do, but just remember that um, nothing good comes easy right? ever, right? So I want to kind of walk through, you can Google a dozen different examples. Dartmouth has a great study. Uh, but there's lots of lots of lots of uh, information out there about um, uh, about decision making processes. Okay, uh, so this is not original thought. You know, this is I, I was talking with my sales team at the company, and was this was one of the things I was trying to teach them because they have to make decisions about how to move forward with their own individual businesses, right? Yeah. But this relates in everything. This relates in how you handle money. Uh, should I buy a car? Should I put it in a pool? Uh, should I not? Should I? look for a job today or should I hope and pray that this company's going to bring me back? Should yeah. I, um, should I sell my house because I don't want to, uh, you know, um, be in a situation where I'm forced to sell at a discount right now. I can choose yeah. to sell at a premium, uh, things like that, which are all hard decisions, but they're, they're better yeah. done because again, I want you to come to the apex we're either going to break up or make up. So let's get on with it either way. Okay. Uh, the more I say that, the more you're going to like that statement, by the way. So I can't wait for my next fight with Randy. I can't wait I'm for just my, my next fight with you. I'll be very short. I'll be like, Hey, you're quitting or are we going to figure this out? I don't know. Let me get my little notes out and see here. Um, so let's start with the first one. The first one, the first step is really identifying this decision. Every a couple of different, um, like I said, a couple of different articles will have you a, a variation of the first step. But I really think the first step is identifying if there's a decision that warrants time to make, right? Okay. Here's why I think this is really important. Um, there is piddly shit out there that will not move the needle. 100%. Right? And people waste a lot of time making a this dumb decision or, yeah. or or that they get, this is the paralysis of it, like just getting frozen or up. Or worried about things that they literally can't control whatsoever. Right. Uh, and, and this is the piece where um, I believe it goes back to prioritizing, right? So... Yeah, prioritization in and of itself is a skill that we've taught before. But if you look at the equation, whatever that is, whether you're working on, should I go to public school or private school? Should I get a home warranty or not? Should I, um, uh, should we stay home and stay away from everybody? Or is it safe to go out and like order out a little bit, right? Like all those different decisions, there's certain ones that are bigger than others. Mm -hmm. And so prioritizing which ones I always think if it's going to save me the most money or save me the most time, um, make me the most money, save me the most time. That's how I kind of, as a business owner, look business at it. Business owner, for sure. Uh, but past that, this it's going to be go down to, is this a decision that has a massive impact or not? The real question is, will it move the needle? Yes or no? Like, what's what's the ins and outs of this? Does it move the needle? Okay. Because um, not all decisions do, right? Like, like at all. 
Yeah. Uh, and, and certainly with spouses, there are certain decisions that aren't even on the radar for one spouse. <laughs> well, and the reality is if you are one that is good at this, chances are your spouse is not like right. because of the opposites that's attracts. So true. it's just true so yeah, there's always one person that's better equipped to make decisions but mm -hmm. we can't railroad the poor spouse right. that's worrying about the things so you know just makes for See, I, have a, I have an opinion about that I, I believe that if you're better at making decisions invite somebody to participate give them a time frame if they don't participate <laughs> then make the decision and move on with your life right okay. i think that makes you happier <laughs> You're like, okay, oh, okay, that works. Yeah, yeah. You keep on going with that. Okay. It's <laughs> just, worked. just keep on railroading. I'm only Josh. 41. So far, as, so far, it's worked for me, right? Um, so, when it goes to identifying the decision, you know, again, let's make sure if we're going to spend any time on anything, it's actually worthwhile. Yes. It's, uh, Absolutely. It goes back to is it going to move the needle or not? Is it a big decision that's going to impact us or not? If it's a small thing, does it really make sense? Mm -hmm. But then we've got to actually gather information, right? So well, give me an example of a decision that we can process for everybody to listen to. What would be something that would be fun to talk about? Maybe something from one of our viewers. Uh, question okay. Um, okay. So I know exactly one. So um, as you all know, if you've been listening, we now have an email address that people can email questions into. What's the email address? Uh, SigmundSense at gmail.com. And so we did get a couple of questions and I love this one because it's perfect. So Question is, um, my spouse, who is a salaried earner, is now, um, she got a promotion, and we're going to be receiving, or she's going to be receiving, a pretty substantial lump sum of money as a bonus every year. Okay. So, how- Give me a range of this bonus-ish, just um, so we have something to play with. I don't know 10, for 000. sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. I'm thinking like USA <laughs> is 10% of their salary, so $100,000 earner will be $10,000, $50,000 earner will be $5,000. Five to ten. We we'll use five to ten. Sorry. Ten thousand. Are you making fun of me? Middle no, calculations. Not okay. at all. Okay. So uh, we'll use that. I think that's a great one. So is this a decision? Let's start so, with the, step the, one. so the question was, how do we utilize this based on what we have purchased, what debts we have, and what we want? Love it. Love it. Okay. So uh, that's perfect. So is this a worthwhile decision to spend time on? Yes. hundred percent. Right. Why? Because it does move the needle. It can. It does. Yeah. You know, and I think that, uh, so let's, let's, let's kind of weigh this, which goes into step two, which is some gathering some information. Uh, I think that the easiest thing here is just use the, the timely, effective, who, what, when, where, well, why, and how, who, what, when, where, why, how. So whether it's in business, whether it's in personal, whether it's with money, whether it's mm -hmm. with uh, fitness, there are certain aspects you want to make sure you really look at really quickly, but it's as simple as making sure you don't skip steps. Where I get in trouble a lot, when I make decisions, I skip about three steps <laughs> and I don't involve people. <laughs> True story? Yeah. I skip about but three steps. Incredibly factual. Seven, and I don't, and every time that I look back, I'm like, that was a great decision. Uh, oh. People are looking at me like I'm from the Twilight Zone. And then we're like backtracking going, let's backtrack. And uh so, some explaining. Right, right. So so here we are, step one. Is it worth making a decision on? Yes, because why? Well, if it if a bonus might equate for five or ten percent of your income, you know, there's uh three things that I believe should be looked at very closely. And the first one would be uh going back to budgeting. Do I have enough reserves? Okay. Because if not, I should re re reset up my reserves. Okay. Right. The second one would be, do I have debt that's expensive, high credit cards, things like that? So second one would be, is there an opportunity to re reduce debt? Right. The third one would be, have I saved enough this year? So yeah. is this an opportunity to put it into some sort of retirement vehicle? Right. 
So as a quick thing, do all those have different outcomes? Yes. Will some of those have a more important benefit long-term? Yes. Will some of them have a more important benefit short-term? Yes. And so this is why it's a worthy concept or question to, to work through your decision-making process. I think that's- I love it. Okay? I love it. So, so step two would be gather, right? The, the gathering the information. So just give me a, for, uh, for instance, let's just do the who, what, when, where, why, and how. So it doesn't okay. matter. Who is obviously the employer. The what we know is a bonus. It's a bonus. The why is it there, there might be a mechanism, right? So it has to probably hit key performance indicators. Okay. So what's the chances of- like how, okay, so what's the likelihood of it actually happening? Right, like, like, should we guarantee on it? Yeah, like, is, is, there it, a, is it a guaranteed bonus okay. or is this a... Yes, we, it is. Right, okay, it's a guaranteed bonus. Yes. Um, when is a big one? Uh, December. Okay, so that matters because some people pay taxes. That's perfect though, but this matters. Um, December or January timeframe, taxes are due if you have properties, things Christmas. like that. Christmas is a big one. Uh, vacation is a big one. So we could use the opportunities there. Um, who, what, when, where... Does it, where it doesn't matter. I think where doesn't that kind of go into like, does it go to reserves? Does it go to debt? Yep. Does it, is that the where? Yep. And then okay. why and how, how is easy. Company pays it, right? So this is not a complicated one, but it's a great example. So yeah. the point is, is let's make sure we don't miss anything in the basics first. Um, if you think- Ooh, that, I want to mm -hmm. say, I think it's important to figure out what that number is going to be after taxes. Yeah. In this case, if it's going to be, and this goes back to another step, but in the case of getting money, yes, I would totally agree because money uh, given versus money actually being able to be used are two different two things. Two different right? things. I love that. That's a great point. So let's stop here and give a different example because uh, the who and what and where can be different if you're a small business owner that's listening in, right? Uh, this might be who might be the, the key employees that I should bring into this decision. Uh, this could okay. be what allies, like if I have a CFP or a CPO, a COO, or if I have a CPA that I, that I use, which yeah. a lot of people use or a bookkeeper that I use, you know, if it's a financial decision, I should bring them in. Get they're, your they're, team in. Yeah, get, get the team. team involved, right? Um, and I'll, I'll do a little asterisk this side. My professional business coach, he's got the number one, I've been coached by this guy for probably 12 years now. Uh, his number one rule, what he believes is the biggest distinguisher for advancement and growth and big leaps and bounds as far as business opportunity mm -hmm. is the ability to delegate at a high level. Learning to delegate at a high level was his biggest one, which goes right into this. So, you know, and my guess is my guess is that that is one of the hardest things mm -hmm. because as, especially as a business owner, when you've mm -hmm. got a million things going on every day and you've coined yourself as making pretty damn good decisions mm -hmm. the majority of the yep. time. Yep. And why do I want to slow down? I can do it myself. I can do it myself and I can be done with this literally for the rest of the year yep. right now. Yep. And so slowing I love down. Point. That's why I get stuck. I get myself in trouble a lot, honestly, is I think I'm doing what's best for everybody. But you I do. Take and, and it might be the right decision, but I didn't go through the process. So I piss people off in the, in the right. process, right? And we and then people are finding out about it afterwards. I have to resell it. <laughs> I have to re-go back through it, right? Uh, that's a nice way to say it. That's the truth. Um, so so I, love that you, well, I love that you said that because it's pointing out some of my failures and flaws because it's, a, it's an excellent point, right? Um and mine too, by the way, like not from a mm. business owner standpoint, but from yep. the decisions that need to be made, I'm in charge of the marketing department. And a lot of times I don't, the things that we do require mm. More other team members and yep. other departments. Yep. And to me, it is so clear yep. and it is so simple and it makes such sense 
that the thought of having to explain it just seems really yep. odd and like, yep. why? And so so I'll, I'll take this, you know, to a home front scenario, right? Um, we're not going to even argue about this one. This is, but I know this happens with a lot of, <laughs> a lot of households. Some households uh, are fortunate enough to have a uh, maid of some sort to help out, right? To be able to stick their head in and help out. Um, you said a maid? A maid. Like somebody to help yeah, clean come, the house? Yeah, exactly okay. right. It's amazing to me how many people in that household clean up before the maid gets there. Oh. Like clean the house before the maid gets there to clean the house, <laughs> right? It's bizarre to me. Pay a little bit more and let it be done. Don't just, you know, but that's what we do as business owners sometimes is yeah. we get involved because I can do it quickly, you but can. we never teach the way we want it to be done in the yeah. first place. And that slows everything down. So yeah. bringing people in, this is why it's worth going through this in detail to bring people in and teach them how you make decisions yeah. so that they can make decisions. That's what, that. that's what my sales, that's what my sales coach was teaching me over the last decade is if you don't slow down to teach people how you make decisions, you'll always be stuck making decisions. Which for is them. so hard to do because you, because yep. you have to slow down, yep. which sucks. <laughs> yep. Especially if you're a fast paced person. Yeah. So step three, right? So gather, uh, so you've, you've, you've identified the decision, you've gathered the information. One thing that we miss quite often is what are the alternatives? Okay. Ah, yeah. So, so just because the first thing that comes to mind seems like a really great idea, doesn't mean that's what you should do, right? So, in business, maybe using a CRM system, right? Yeah. Uh, there's 50 of them, mm -hmm. but you referred to one of them, so you start to get down that path, and maybe it's the best, maybe it's it's not the best, right? <laughs> um, if you go down the path of uh, um, what to do with my money, right? Like mm -hmm. in a vacuum, if uh, I am a low debt, no debt kind of mentality, and I get I get um, given the opportunity to get five grand from a yeah. bonus. Man, we should just go ahead and flop that down towards debt, right? Right, which is not a bad decision. Not a bad decision, but it's not but, leveraging it the way it could be. Right, it's not making you money for retirement. Yeah. Number one, going back to the three options we talked about, that's a perfect example of mm -hmm. where the alternatives. Well, we could put in reserves because we have none. We could pay off debt because we mm -hmm. have some. We could put it into retirement because we could. We need to retire one day, right? And you, or start your float account. So that right. way, you know. That's the cash part. That's yeah. the cash, like put, so that way when you're paying off your debt. You have somebody to come back you to. You have somebody to come back to and, and the next time you need it, you're not just charging debt yeah. again. You've yeah, got and that's, a that's the whole point of identifying the alternatives that people miss out on. Yeah. Uh, because you're about to embark potentially on spending a whole lot of time, energy, and money and it could be the wrong decision, you know, yeah. in a vacuum. So if you're a viewer that's listening that you are by yourself, single person, you know, you're just getting started, it's much easier and faster to make processes because it affects fewer people. So there's less, there's fewer consequences, keyword, fewer consequences, mm -hmm. and you can change faster if you go down the wrong path. Yeah. And the bigger the family size, the if you're married, or God forbid you have a business and now you've got 500 people behind you, that are going to beat to the drum no matter which direction <laughs> no you're going. No matter which direction. So the CEO says, we're going that way. And it's off pace. It's 10 it's, degrees off. You know, the the, yeah. the whole, if you've ever watched my one of my favorite analogies I was ever given about like why it's, you've got to slow down to speed up, right? Mm -hmm. The reason why we have to slow down to speed up when it comes to a bigger decision is, the, uh, if you've ever watched the movie Apollo 13, yeah. right? Yeah. They're talking about how they have to do, so if you've not seen this, Apollo 13 is, uh, you know, a, a, an attempt for astronauts to do a, a pass around the moon, um, or actually it was a, a land on the moon mission. 
And if something went wrong, there's an explosion in space. So you have the best and brightest minds on Earth. They're trying to tell you how to put your freaking spaceship back together to get back and land on Earth without dying, running out of oxygen on time, not freezing to death, not missing the mark, <laughs> just, right? Like, just like just some, some really big decisions. Like some really big decisions. And what's really interesting about it is they boil it down to if, if uh, as they, they, you know, they first had to do this weird rubber band around the moon. If you watch the movie, it's a great movie with Tom Hanks. And they're coming back, Kevin Bacon's in there too. Everyone's in, in the movie with Kevin Bacon. And this is, I'm just thinking of the... <laughs> different movie. You're, you're thinking of, I know it. No, you're thinking of like a, some uh, sort of... And I don't miss a thing yeah you were thinking I, I exactly i knew you were thinking about that you're thinking of uh which ben affleck's would, movie yes. which is not what we're talking about it's not what we're talking about okay. no you're thinking All of right. armageddon yes good, <laughs> good good movie why did i know that i have no idea okay We've, we have too much maybe it's because so this my is apollo is so 13 <laughs> and they've they've rubber banded around the moon and now they're coming back and the, the whole key was they had to do this they, they had to do a burn on the engine meaning they had to light that candle and come out and they had to hold it for an exact number of seconds. And if they were off by 0.01%, like not 1%, like 0.01%, <laughs> then there's, that was, there was enough, there was enough uh, uh, gas left to make that one burn. So they couldn't correct it afterwards. If they did too little, they're gonna skip off the Earth's atmosphere and go into space forever and die. If it's too few, it's gonna go too steep into the Earth's atmosphere and they would burn up. Not a lot of great so, options. If you're off by 10% in your trajectory because your decision wasn't one wasn't that was sound, right. you didn't yeah. take the time to slow down and say, hey, let's not do a ish nine second burn. <laughs> let's get this burn right just the first see. time. It matters more if you're leading two people oh, or does. 10 people or 25 people because the magnification effect really starts it to build totally up because you're going the wrong direction. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure does. So this is why we, we want to gather alternatives because we want to make sure that if we're going to embark on a path and spend any time and energy at, at all on it, Let's make sure it's the right decision. Yes. Okay. Next up, weigh the evidence, right? Okay. So um, what would be the benefit? Let's go back to our example. Okay. Uh, our, uh, so we already came up with the three alternatives. So we could put it into reserves. We could uh, pay down some debt. debt. We could put it into retirement. Okay. So weigh the evidence. So what would I okay. mean by that quickly and, and, and what would that mean? Like what would you think? So basically probably what the biggest bang for the buck is and how long it sure. could get. How? Well, what's the interest rate of the credit card debt? Let's start there. Okay, 13%. Okay, what can I ish expect to receive on my retirement if I put it into retirement? I have no idea. 6%, 7% long-term, <laughs> right? Um, do I do I have a comfortable padding in my reserve account or not right now? Eh. Okay, cool. Uh, what's the likelihood of me paying down debt and then charging right back up based on historical performance? Very high. Very high, okay. Why did I do that? Because I didn't have reserves. Because I have no control. Because I didn't have reserves, right? Because <laughs> you have no You're so funny. Because I have no control. Because you Just need to kidding. cut the damn credit card, right? But this is a great example. So yeah. uh, raise your hand in the audience if you're that person <laughs> that you have the best intentions. You pay down your debt. You pay down your debt. Pay down your debt. And then the shit hits the fan. And there, it there goes is again. no cash reserves to dip yeah. into or not enough. So you go right back to the credit card. Or you don't want to use it. And you're this perpetual cycle. Like or you don't want to use your cash. It's so weird. Like right. I have, this is what it's for. And I'm like, I don't want to use it. So I'm going to go do this. Right. <laughs> That's so dumb. Bad choices. Bad choices. <laughs> That's why you need a sounding board. That's why we have a yin and yang on the show. We got to, I mean, like. <laughs> There's reality don't and there's like do. departed from reality. There's there's two different and there's things. There's me. Here. Just kidding. I don't have a credit card. My name is Brynn and I do not have a credit card. 
<laughs> because I make dumb ass decisions like that. Hi, I'm Bryn. I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, <just> that too. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the weighing the evidence goes to just thinking through that, just a couple yeah, of key totally. things. Like if I've screwed up my credit card use in the past, let's not keep it, at let's home. Not keep it in the same crap. Let's right? not do that. Why, yeah. So uh, if you do a more complicated decision, let's think about um, should we sell a house? Should we buy a house? Right, like going yeah. back to that COVID conversation. Yeah, the weighing the evidence is I've got enough reserves to make it for another ninety days. The it, I talked to a realtor. It, it turns out that I can sell my house in about forty-five days. Um, okay, if I sold it now, based on summertime sales prices, I could probably get a premium for it. Okay, if I waited till ninety days from now, I'd be out of money if I don't get my job back. So I would need to fire sell the property, and I might not get as much money. Right. Okay. Um, and so then you're, the idea is that you're going to sell your house and you're going to live now off of the proceeds from sure. your home. Well, it just goes or down to there, there's some big decisions that are being made or not being made, but the, and the which will cause those decisions to be made for people in the future, right? Yeah. Uh, and so that's why it's worth this step of, um, you know, going down and actually weighing the evidence. Um, you know, think about you know, I'll use a great example of my buddy that, you know, the in, the industry vaporized because the government stroked a pen, right? The industry mm -hmm. vaporized. Yeah. Um, he didn't sit down and scratch his head and hope it came back and start petitioning the government. Right. Like the evidence was, you this done. shit's over for 12 months. Let's right. get on with it, right? And that is really taking effect reality of the situation, right? Right, totally. Uh, but you've got to, and a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people don't do that. Um Another, Maybe because you know, they don't know how. Think about how. Well, think no. It's 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 resistance to change. Like think about health. It's such an easy example. Yeah, we, we go get a update every single year. We have to have the same doctor, right? Yeah. Every single year, go get an update. Right. And he tells you your scoreboard. It's right. good. You're bad. You're gonna die if you don't change <laughs> things, right? And <laughs> and yeah. and there's been years of for me personally where I've gone and he's like, "Hey, Josh, man, like, not good." I'm like, eh. <laughs> Feel okay. <laughs> Go back next year. Hey, Josh, not yeah, good. Not good. Eh, yeah. Having kind of a good life. And the third year, I go back and he's like, so bad that you, if you keep this crap up, you're going to die early. Oh. Oh. Okay, now I'll make I the change, see. right? Yeah. So the resistance yeah. to the lifestyle change because it's hard, not because well, it's Well, it's also not, easy to just like not listen or go, right? Like the, the, oh, yeah. that yearly physical, oh, how, how about, it really kind of sucks. How about, yeah, how about people that literally don't go to dentists because they don't want to know what the dentist is going to tell them because they have a tooth that hurts, but they don't want to get drilled. It's like, yeah. it's and not going to get better. Yes, and you should always go every six months because it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. A lot cheaper. Maintenance is cheaper, Maintenance right? Maintenance is a lot cheaper. Um, yeah, down, I've got a, one of my best friends in the world. He had a heart episode uh, mm. about four years ago. And before that, he was a guy, you know, like, a, I think men do this more than women, I think in general, but he's like, I can handle it. Sore back, not a big deal. This kind of feels deal. weird. Yeah. I'm fine. Now, after that episode, he's like, if I feel off at all, that's your body telling there's a problem. There's Go a to problem. the damn doctor. I right? know. I don't know why that to be so scary. <laughs> well, but Dr. Mac is Well, scary. people don't want to know. <laughs> they don't want to deal with reality, which goes back to its resistance to change. Yeah. You get people get yeah. comfortable with their spinning habits. People get comfortable with their body habits, people get comfortable with a unfulfilling marriage. People get comfortable yeah. and they get resistant to change because dealing with it, God forbid, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Uh, but that's just not a way to live and that's certainly not a way or to Or like thrive. a board of directors, you know, like we've been talking about recently, it's like having a board of directors of your life yep. that like help you mm -hmm. make 
like these decisions. And I yep. think, you know, the the less equipped you are to make a decision, like the the stronger the need to have people that can say, hey, this is how you spend your money. Mm -hmm. This is what you do with this. Yep. Hey, this is what you need to do here in this certain area for your marriage, for your health, for your, you know, whatever. Um, again, is uncomfortable. But yep. if you just submit to like authority and saying, I am not the decision maker. I'm just going to yeah. follow. Tell you, tell what me what these, to do, boss. Tell me what to do, boss. Well, that's a that's a great point. So I've got a uh, another coach named Roy, and Roy taught me probably a decade ago this concept called driven, drifting, directed. Mm. Um, I'll say it slower: driven, drifting, directed. Look at you slowing it the down for the people in the back. It's amazing how many texts driven. I get of, "Hey, Josh, it was sounded pretty cool, but I don't know what you said." <laughs> Um, they're like, Josh, you have a great, uh, radio <laughs> voice yet. I can't understand if you going too could, fast. If only we could hear right? what you said. So, uh, driven, drifting, directed is the three D's from Roy Mason. And, um, it's really interesting. It's so true. So let me explain driven. So apply this in the area of your life, right? When, uh, when you're in a driven stage, dude, you'll, you'll run through walls. Like we've yeah. all had that diet. We're like, you know what? I'm going to be in the beach in 60 days. I can do this. Like mm -hmm. you, you follow the protocol, you eat right, you work out, you do all the supplements. You're like, you're, you're going to go get it. Right. Yeah. Same um, with work. Yeah. Same with work. It's like, this is my oh, goal. Dude. Marriage, like, marriage. Like, Hey, you know what? I want to have the best marriage ever. So think about like the honeymoon, man, we perform <laughs> in our honeymoon, right? Let's do this. Yes. Yeah. And, and we're, we're driven, right? Like this yeah. is what newlyweds do. Let's have a good time. And yeah. but why does it come to a crashing halt in all those areas, whether it's work, money, uh, physicality, spouse, whatever it's because, uh, when you are driven in a specific area, other areas for sure are going to take a toll. Absolutely. Right. Uh, and, or the other piece is, is that you're always chasing. So nothing's ever good enough. And at, oh, when you get to that, the heart, yeah. like we always think, you know, I hear people talk all the time, like, man, if I had a million bucks, like I'd retire. It's like, no, you wouldn't. Cause you I know? used to say that. <laughs> um, and it's just not the truth. Like, right. um, like how much is enough money? One dollar more. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, um, it's a weird concept. Uh, it you is know, very interesting. How many days you want to go on vacation? Like as many extra days as I possibly can get in, right? Yeah. So the driven works until it doesn't. And, and well, then you go and this. it's kind of like, um, gosh, what's the word? It's um, like people are envious of that. Like then they see other, like when mm -hmm. they see really driven people, that's what they want. And they, they, think want, they want, yeah. that's what they think they want because that's the answer. Right. They're just so driven. They're so motivated yeah. and look at all that they can accomplish. Yeah. Just remember driven is a temporary state. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's fucking a, exhausting. It's a temporary state. Yeah. And I love grinders. I'm a grinder. You're a grinder. Like, like I can do work for many hours. I'm a workaholic. If I, if I allow myself to yeah. allow is a key word. Um, and I can just go further than most people can. Yeah. I think of like, a yeah, for physicality, you know, there's some guys that are ultra marathon runners. I'm like, I can't do that. Like a hundred miles, 200 miles. <laughs> are you out of your damn mind? David Goggins is a great example. Great book. Yeah. Uh, David Goggins just basically says that, uh, he seeks pain and he wants to figure out if he can go further than whatever the pain is. Right. And the whole point of me that, saying all, yeah, think, so that's but. that driven thing, but you're running away from something, you're running to something, so you're never really satisfied where you are, yes. right? Oh, so then that's, yes, that's so the, sad too. What happens when you get over that peak is you have a bad fall and it's called being it drifting, right? And when you're drifting, we all know this feeling, right? Uh, it is like being in a, a, a boat in the middle of the ocean with no wind, with no oars, with no motor. So bad. And the waves are just coming in. They're head over, like you're just being rocked around. Whee! 
the feeling is typically you feel lost you feel uh uh like everything's a waste of time you feel like uh, uh and there's no satisfaction you can't zero. win yep. you can't win like there's no like yes okay like it is that is a not win you. yeah like it's when we look at ourselves we're like in the mirror and we're like i'm not acting like myself you know i i know i'm a better salesperson than this i know i can make more calls i know that i can be in better shape i know that i could be a better human or a better husband or better father, right? Like that's that feeling, it's an ugly feeling. For me, that personally comes on when I am trying too much, when I am trying to like do too many yep. things. Like I have had to learn my pace. What is yep. my pace? Like yep. I can, you know, like two or three things I can key in on and I got to get those things really nice and tight and they got to like be organized and I got to work on it until like I've, re I've referenced this in the past until I can put a checkbox next mm -hmm. to it that it is so dialed in and it is so like ingrained as a way of life mm -hmm. that like it would take a lot to really F that piece up mm -hmm. again, you know? And so anytime I find that drifting is because I'm like, well, I need to fix this and I need to fix this and I'm going to become like a cook and I'm going to want to cook for my family every day and mm -hmm. I'm going to try to do that. And then I got to work and I got, I mean, it's... <laughs> Like I can't even think about it. <laughs> and this is all compounded by social media for the record. Like people that watch social media, Sorry. turn that phone off. Sorry. Um, so this is compounded by social media. Yeah. And people are comparing too much. Ooh. You know, like I, they, the people only show, unfortunately, 99% of the time on social media, the best elements of their life. Like, well, yeah, because he's going to be like, hey, watch this fight. Right. <laughs> watch me and Randy like rip each other new ones. Right. Like you don't do so that. <laughs> that. That comparison is the thief of joy is where this drifting yeah. piece comes in. Right. Yeah. So then the, the last piece is, is then how do you get out of it? And, and the real answer is to be directed. Right. Yes. So direct uh, when you're directed, this goes back to the idea of being submitted to authority, whatever the authority would be. So I know, for example, um, uh, people that are recovering from prison or uh, recovering from alcoholism or just got through a nasty divorce. A lot of people go to church or synagogue, something like that. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is all those people that do that, all of a sudden it seems like the pastor is talking directly to them. Yeah. Like do this, right? Yeah, just do um, So maybe it's a spiritual power you submit to. Maybe it's a physical coach, like um, a personal trainer. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to run and I don't want to lift heavy things, but if you tell me to do so, I'm going to submit to your authority and just do it because yeah. I know that you have my best interest in mind, right? And that goes all the way down the line all of the business coaches, money coaches, like listen, your freaking financial planner. If the financial planner says, oh, if you do this yeah. in 25 years, you'll have this and you can retire, then why would you not follow that plan, right? Right. Um, right. So it goes back to uh, deferred gratification in a lot of ways, uh, being uh, content, ha uh, sorry, that's the wrong word, happy, not content with where you are and being addicted to the process. And the, I, process and the other is the thing key. is I think that people the people that are going to help have to really understand the bite size piece that you need yep. because there's a, like, you can probably handle a bigger bite in some areas than I can yep. and vice versa. So it's oh, like, for sure. like finding, I can that, organize a drawer. You can organize a room. Like I correct. You know, like, saying? you know, and so I think that if you match up or pair up with the wrong person to get this guidance, yep. it kind of spirals you into a really weird place that's negative yeah. and you're the, now backtracking. You also have to assume, like, first of all, this goes back to be careful who your teacher is, but you better, That's true. if you're gonna pick somebody, make sure they're good at that. But yeah. on top of that, you have to assume that they have the best interest in mind for you. So yeah. uh, this goes back to how coachable are you? Mm -hmm. Because so many of us 
Oh, we already know. We I already know how to lose weight. Okay, well, why haven't you lost weight then? Yeah. I already I, I know how to save money and pay down debt. I don't need to do a personal budget. Okay, then why are you poor? Nope. Um, like you can go down those avenues, but right. it's because you don't know. It's, it's because you uh, don't but you're not know. willing to admit it and take the decision yeah. to make a change. So we're at the next step. So here's where you've got to finally choose among the alternatives, right? So you've identified the decision, gathered the information, identified the alternatives, weighed the evidence. Now make a choice because the, the, that one and the following one go hand in hand. Make a choice and make take a, action. Make a choice. Make a damn choice and take action. Yeah. Uh, one thing that uh, that I would say is, is helpful for people um, that have struggles making decisions is to start with a time frame by when you have to make the decision. Okay. okay. So uh, a, a great example is, is uh, Christy. Um, so... Christy does not love making decisions. God bless her. But she's good. Like, I just give you an example. Like when we decorate her house, she's very, very, very slow at it. But she loves every piece. Like we've never had to take a piece back, back right. that we bought. Like there's some people that go buy stuff and they get rid of it a year later because they're like, I don't really like it oh, anyways. Funny, yeah. Christy's the opposite. Like she takes for damn ever to find what she wants. But, but she really loves yeah. what she gets. So kudos to her. So what I've figured out through 16, 17 years of marriage now is that I have to give white lies. So I'll give you an example. So I'm like, I cannot no, wait to hear what you're going to say. She doesn't listen to my podcast anyway, so she'll never Neither know. Neither does Randy. So Randy doesn't it, listen either. So, so keep this, this a secret amongst us. Um, but here's the, here's the scoop. Um, what does that say when you can't even get your people to listen? It means that they're tired of listening to your shit at home. That's what that means. Um, I like the wild so, earth when I listen to you in my ears. Well, Chris, always reminds me, like I can coach my students, but don't ever coach don't her. And that's, that's the truth. So it's better that we don't. It. Right? <laughs> Uh, but uh, a, a cruel trick I play is I, I create time frames that are not real time frames, but it helps her make a decision. For example, uh, I've got a ranch and I've got a, a house on the ranch. And um, one of my buddies was traveling from, he was moving from California to North Carolina. In July 4th, he was supposed to come through and I was going to let him stay at, stay at that house. And it was complete, we had to completely refurbish it. It was not decorated in January. So I started with the truth by saying, hey, J J this JD is going to come driving through. So uh, we need to make sure it's fully decorated by, by July. Well, when COVID started in March, I found out that it's unknown when we'll drive through at all because we don't know what's going to go with COVID. So oh, okay, originally yeah. it was going to be a road trip. He's going to stop all these awesome places, see all of his friends. Then it turned into, I don't know when I'm going to come. But, but she every doesn't month, need to know hell no, that. every month I was like, hey, don't forget JJ's of here July 4th. Don't forget JJ's of here. So it helped right. make decisions quicker because yeah. there's a time frame of mine at the end. Obviously, six now, months is not a great time frame for most decisions, right? So when you like think too about- too long? Too, too short? Way too, that's way too long. Okay. I'm like, just making sure yeah, like, make, oh, Some decisions <laughs> should be made like... in the hour, right? <laughs> um, so going back to the decision on the bonus. Well, the, there is a time frame. We don't have to decide technically- Till we get the bonus in January. Right. We said it's not till January. So are we going to spend the entire year thinking about it? No. No. But we have a time frame in place, but we need to have, we have to make those final decisions. So then you can back up and say, well, I do want to meet with my financial planner to see what he would recommend to right. do with it. I do want to talk to my CPA to find out what the tax consequences are of this bonus. Is it like, right. what's this in effect? I do want to, so now we can back into by this date, I need to talk to my CPA. By this date, I need to talk to my financial planner. Yeah. By this date, we're going to make a decision. That way, when it shows up, it do doesn't it. get blown on random shit. Or not, or even worse, just put in the checking account. And okay, let's talk about that for a second. On random shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, a friend of ours uh, came into some money through inheritance, Dang, right? There was something I was 
Um, and this is a perfect, perfect example. Um, obviously you can't plan and God for, you know, you don't, we don't want to plan for inheritance, but here's, here's a newsflash. Everyone's going to die and, uh, you're going to pay taxes. Right. So with all of our parents, you know, we hope that they all lived a hundred. Um, but people that do plan for what's going to happen when they pass yeah. on people like the parents making those decisions versus us just, here's a pile of money while right. you're grieving. Good luck. Good luck. Right. That's an example of makes decisions early yeah, so that you don't have to deal with it in the moment. Um, but, um, but yeah, it, it, uh, you don't want that bonus in this case to show up in your checking account in January after you, really you after you spend money on Christmas presents, mm -hmm. after you've spent money on a trip and not have it isolated of what's this going to go to and say, Hey, yeah. we got an extra 5,000. Let's go to Vegas. Yeah. Cause Vegas sounds fun. Yeah. Right. Especially after this crap. Yeah. I want to go to Vegas. Is Vegas open? The, uh, very, very, very partial uh it's taking a big beating i've got a friend of mine that lives in vegas and i mean it's crazy. i feel so bad for the casinos i was thinking about that the i don't other feel day. bad like, for the casinos because they have plenty of money but, but i feel really bad for the people that work in the casinos yes that, like, like there's that's a what ton I mean. of entertainers I mean. all the dealers all the waitresses all the bartenders all the pool people like so many and i just can't even imagine seeing like the strip just barren and empty like no, it's not barren and empty because people will still do whatever they want to do unfortunately but um, where are they gambling you no know, they're still they're still gambling they open the, open them back up i think in it's like 25 percent people there uh there's uh, there's space restrictions things like that but oh, yeah right. well, wanna... let's not go to vegas you though want... nope <laughs> because we're talking about saving money this is not what we talk about on the on the, on the podcast that about was a saving test money. that was I a passed. test i passed Gabe so, did not. Remember, we he, had he's choose, on Southwest getting play, getting airline right. tickets. <laughs> we had to choose among the alternatives, and we had to make yes. the decision. And then here's the last one. This is thing that a big piece that people miss the boat on. The last step is is that you have to review your decision. You got to review it mm, okay. because just because you made a decision with the information you had, you followed the entire process, doesn't mean that it gets you the results you were hoping for. Right. So after the decision is made, so in this example, we have our bonus. Yep. We have done, we've made the decision. We know what we're doing with it. It's safely put away in the bank yep. or whatever. Then you review. No. So you review the after action report. So this, the example you're giving in theory, that bonus is going to come every year. Right. So now, okay. the, now we, yeah. so a decision made for a bonus last year doesn't mean it's the same right decision for this year. Right, so we needed to uh, look okay. at it. So, I, okay, so, so so we made the decision for this based year. Based on the best information we had at the time, okay. we reviewed it. We did the who, when, where, why. We looked at the alternatives, and we decided that was based it. on our previous history, we should go ahead and put it into cash reserves. We want the reserves because if I really have the reserve, I'm gonna dip into that when the when the life happens to me. Yeah, and this way I can start whittling slower towards the debt reduction. But when I do need to, I'm not going to let that credit card go back up like it, like we talked about has happened in the past, right? right? So this year, I got the reserves. That's well, I'm a young man. I'm married to a young woman. And a year goes by and the cash reserves are there. We didn't get sick. We did nothing really. We didn't spend lots of money out eating, right? Right. So we get next year's bonus comes in. We do so the same process. We were, We're going to okay. review it and say, got well, it. I don't need to go back into cash like I did last year. Now let's now, go ahead and apply it for towards debt. Yeah. And then a year goes by and we're out of debt. And you say, well, what am I going to do with now? Well, shit, we should definitely put this into retirement, Yeah, right? I so think that this review. is a good place. Um, tax returns, tax return mm -hmm. money. This is a good like. That's I think, a great example that most Americans have to deal with. Yes. Is people look at that money and they're like, we Party. Right. Yeah. And if you don't have a budget in place, like that you is what happened. You just 
don't yep. know what to do with it or you do something dumb with it. You have fun with it because you deserve it. And yep. yeah, so it's a good example. And of a that. lot of times, you know, tax return might not quote unquote move the needle in it, you know, like thousand dollar tax return back. Okay. Is it going ret- to retire off of that? No, but a good decision with every tax return that you get for the next mm-hmm. 30 years yeah. does move the needle. It does. Right. So I think it's an excellent example. Because, you know, just thinking through very quick processes, review it. Is it a good choice? What are the alternatives? Well, if we do this two years in a row, it's a down payment. Yeah. Well, you got to think house. through. And there's a couple of key questions I always look at uh, personally. First one is, what's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? Mm, I feel like we miss that one a lot personally. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We just look at the best case and not the worst case? Yeah. Or vice versa? Probably just the best case. Okay. Like yeah, we really think don't think through like what is the absolute worst? Yeah, um, I think that's a great example because uh, me buying investment properties, great one, right? Best case scenario, I get the 20% return that I thought I was going to get because I calculated the numbers and mm-hmm. everything's going to go hunky-dory. Worst case scenario, do I get my money back or do I lose money? Yeah. Like what is the worst case? And people make decisions often only thinking uh, best case. And, and when you go to money, well, maybe As that's a, not true. The, maybe like in an investment thing, like it scares me so much. I do only think of the worst probably. <laughs> okay. So it's, you're risk so, averse there. So maybe it's different so for different maybe, things. Yeah. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, so best case, worst case scenario, I think is super, super important to kind of think through upfront when you're making bad decisions, because if you can live with it, the worst case scenario, you're probably pretty damn safe. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, and that's a whole different episode we, we recorded before, but yeah. like when I stroke a check for an investment, I literally assume I'm losing all the money for that investment. I'm willing to do it yeah. Because it's a small piece that I'm going to do. And that's the only reason I'm willing to take those right, risks, right? If right. I'm not willing to lose it, why would I do that? Don't do it. Whatever that number is, you got to be really careful there. So totally. um, I want to kind of finish up with uh, two stories because I think that this, this will help people when it comes to making decisions, when it comes to self-belief, things like that. Okay. The first story is the elephant story. Okay. And uh, the elephant story, I think, is so true when it comes to people feeling stuck with money, people feeling stuck with their weight, people feeling stuck with their station in life. Okay. And um, and the story goes, if you've ever been to like an elephant farm or like, you you know, like a tourist trap elephant, like go pet, pet the elephants, go ride the elephants. One thing that you'll notice is that uh, when they put them up at night, there's no big freaking fence. Let's be honest. Elephants are the largest mammal that walks the face of the earth, not the ocean. I know that those are whales, uh, but on the, the they're the largest mammal. So you can put up a 10 foot fence and they'll still walk right through it. Like there's swaths of Africa that the trees are all knocked down because the elephants can do what they, they want to do, right? Uh, they are a bulldozer on wheels, okay. right? Like that's or what they're on. on not, they're not hooves. They're not hooves. <laughs> they're feet. They're feet. Okay. okay. It's not a hood. Animal. It's got, they've got nails just like you. Okay. They do? They do. They got. They've got nails. Um, Clearly, I need to go <laughs> spend no. some time with some elephants. <laughs> okay. You know what? You do that. You can go in Freshburg. Freshburg has a tourist trap with elephant petting. Okay, I'd rather go to Africa though. But here's what's really interesting, <laughs> right? Uh, here's what's really interesting though is when they put those elephants up at night, all they have to do is take a, a tiny little rope and tie it around their ankle Aww. and tie it to a tree. Why? Well, they don't. Well, the better question is. Why don't they break the damn rope? Why? Yeah, that was my question. Right. <laughs> like, how does a tiny rope keep an elephant from running off and stampeding Fredericksburg? Because right? they're precious. Right? The answer is, is that they put the rope on when they were children. When the elephant was this Aww. small, they put the rope against their leg. And for the first year or two, they tug and tug and tug and they can't like, break why it. Why can't I do it? And eventually, they give up. And they have this mental block that if there's a rope on my ankle, I can never break the rope. And when you think about why people get <sighs> stuck... 
This is a true story. So you've got a freaking five ton elephant, 25,000 pounds. Yeah. And it will literally not run away when a little freaking rope is tied around its ankle. That is like it's the got sweetest its middle, thing ever. It's got a middle block, right? <laughs> This applies to money. This applies to I can get out of debt. This applies to I'm just, I just have hormonal issues. This applies to um, tolerating uh, uh, insignificant marriages. Mm. Uh, I, it, you know, I, we just settled. This is just this is how it is. This is just my station in life. And the moral of the story is, is that if the damn elephant just believed it was possible to break the rope, it would be walking down Fredericksburg. It'd be freaking stampeding, right? If it just oh believed gosh. that that rope was breakable, it would walk off, right? That is yeah. so crazy. Yeah, so it's one of those things that I want to put out there for the viewers uh, because I might have said something today. You're a small business owner. Uh, maybe you you are the person that got furloughed or lost their job and you literally believe I cannot replace my income in the next 30 days. Well, if you believe that the rope is fucking tied around your ankle, yeah. you're right. You're right. There's, there's no but if rope, you, man. Right. <laughs> That's really funny. I love, I love that voice. Um, if you do believe that it's possible yeah. that you can retire, that you can retire well, that you can get out of debt, that you can lose weight, that you can make a significant marriage, that you can work 40 hours a week, not 80 hours a week. Yeah. If you believe it's possible, then you start down that path. I always start with the beginning, with the end in mind of, are we gonna break up or are we gonna make up? Oh, yes, and change who you hang out with too. Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. that might need to be something that happens. Amen, well that goes back to the decision-making process it, it for sure, does. right? It yes. Um, so, um, that's all we got time for today. I thought there I mean, was a frog. Well, I'll save that for the next one. That's called a cliffhanger, I heard. Ooh. So if okay. you want to hear about the frogs, come on back. I know we're out of time. but uh, <laughs> That makes me so happy. Those sweet little elephants. Sweet little elephants. <laughs> oh, my God. Go pet the elephant, guys. Um, but uh, if you if it. you enjoyed this conversation, please like or subscribe. Please yes. share, ask questions. Yes, ask questions at sigmundsense at gmail.com. We'll make sure that we go into detail with them every time. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Take care, guys.